What's up, Hyperfast Agent Nation? On this episode of the show, we've got an amazing guest. He started his own digital marketing company and quickly built it to six figures, got to even seven figures within the first year. He's also an avid chess player, super strategic thinker, and all-around great person. Welcome to the show, Dion Bonaparte. Welcome to the show today, Dion. How are you doing? I am doing good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to, to have you on. You're one of the, the first chess players, the <laughs> you know prolific chess players we've ever had. But I know you got a lot of other great stuff to, to talk about as well. And, and yeah. you know, you've had some amazing growth with your company, which we'll get into. But before we get into all of that great stuff, give the listeners and viewers, for those who are watching on YouTube, a little bit of background on yourself and how you got to where you are right now. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's funny. I have like three versions of the story, short, medium, and long, but I'll be <laughs> short here. Um, well, basically, you know, I started out in high school. Um, I graduated with about a 1.7 GPA and where I'm from, you to do three things. You either go to college, you either sell drugs or you go work at a factory. I worked at a factory. Didn't want to sell drugs and I didn't have the grades for college. And so uh, at this factory is where I, um, and I, I spent about a few years here and I said, you know what, there has to be more than life than just assembling car parts. And so from that day, I remember I went and I got a book and, um, and I firmly believe that, you know, no matter where you are, it's hard to be something that you've never seen, you know? So I started to see who I wanted to be in books and I started to read, read and read. And then um, I ended up actually enrolling back in school. I had dropped out about three or four times up until up until that point, but I ended up enrolling back in school. Um, ended up ended up doing really well. Graduated graduated last year. Um, and then congrats, like my, congrats, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and so most of my friends they ended up you know going to work for someone. I said you know I think I want to start my own company. So at that point I started my own. At the time it was a brand consultancy agency. Now we're a digital marketing agency but i started it then i remember making my getting my first customer the first month made 750 bucks i was super excited <laughs> but then the next month that doubled and then the next you know next month it like quadrupled and then you know i just started to see exponential growth really quickly um and, and i launched in the middle of a pandemic but we made six figures in 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 five months and now we're on track wow to do yeah, and now and now we're on track to do seven. So you know it's been it's been really really good. So that's kind of a so just just a career. quick uh, yeah. quick aside here, just so you know, most real estate agents never touch six figures, let alone you know right out the gate. Oh, really? Yeah, less less than ten percent actually get to that level, wow. and and less than one percent get to two fifty. So so even even less, you know, get to seven figures. So it's truly yeah. amazing what you have accomplished in such a short amount of time um and you persisted you know which is which yeah. is what i like about about your story uh do you think uh, going back to school helped you or 
or didn't matter or what's your, what's your overall take on that? Yeah, well, I would say, say this, um, going back to school, you know, I could have definitely learned that information outside of school, but it, it, I, I was able to be connected to some pretty cool pe people and that happened through school. Actually, um, I, um, I had a cor corporate job right before I started my own company and actually the boss of, you know, the boss of that, that company, he's actually, he owns the number one marketing agency in Chicago. And um, I learned how to run a company from him. Like he taught me how to run a company. So although I was working for his company, I was really paying attention to the boss. And then the boss showed me how to run my own company. And I firmly believe to this day, um, that was one of the reasons why I, I was able to scale so quickly. He, he's also a mentor of mine now. So, you know, school, as far as the information goes, you could definitely learn that outside of school, but the connections is what really set me up to be successful, so. Yeah, I, I, I've, I, believe close to close to what you're saying there and, and i've even heard like elon musk and some really smart successful people yeah uh echo that that really school teaches you if you need it how to do hard but sometimes meaningless stuff like like homework chores <laughs> yeah uh, and and it sure. it's like a fun place to meet people and, and a lot of times those connections can uh lead to business success or help you down the road it's just, it's just yeah. interesting that you know you started off in the factory because i think a lot of what our schools yeah are designed around is, is kind of prepping people for the factory not to go out and and start their own business yeah. or you know have fight personal financial success and, yeah uh, yeah probably you to be an assembly worker yeah for for sure <laughs> what, what do you think were the keys to you uh getting out and starting your own business that that succeeded so fast and and what is your your business by the way because I don't, I don't know if we've mentioned that yet or if people know but uh yeah for sure so uh the name of my company is ndbu lab and we're a strategic digital marketing agency but we started out as a brand consultancy all right so um so right now we serve our we serve our marketing and our customers in a digital marketing capacity and we lead with tagline strategizing the impossible and um, the reason why we say that is because I believe anything can be accomplished with strategy and I always start from this premise that 60% of small businesses fail within the first five years because of one of three reasons either people processes or products and service right the wrong people wrong processes or the products and service are just are just not not good or fit for the market right and so you know once we can get clarity the strategy can then help us get the clarity that we needed, then a clarity could then lead us to making better business decisions. All right, so whether that's for our business or our brand or even in marketing, when we can have the clarity that can, you know, that can help us grow our business, we can make better decisions in the market, whether it's branding, whether it's marketing, or whether it's just doing something for your business operating, right, operationally. All right, so anyway, um, but, but, but that is how I kind of founded this concept. And so uh, most of my attention is focused on definitely marketing and branding. So from from SEO, SEM, um, to organic page, social content, et cetera, to you know, building a website, logo. Um, me personally, I, I specialize in strategy. That's the way I think, uh, hence chess. You know, I've been a strategist my entire life, you know? So um, that's, that's what my kind of cream of, uh, cream of the crop is. Hey, hold that thought. Do you want to get 100 tips for free from my best selling real estate book, The Hyper Local, Hyper Fast Real Estate Agent. If you do, go to hyperfasttips.com and you can download 100 of my best 
tips today. Again, that's hyperfasttips.com. You can download 100 tips on how to grow your business, get more clients, deliver more value to more people. Go to hyperfasttips.com. Business strategy. So that's how did you get into chess? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, man. I was, I remember I was in third, third grade, and um, it was a teacher. I will never forget his name. His name was Mr. Parker. He took me under his wing and he just showed me the game of chess. At first, I thought it was boring and whatever, but like I really found myself in chess because you know, when I was in, in class, I used to like suck in school. I didn't get good grades. I did good, good, I did not get good grades. I was not like the top student. Like I sucked in school. But the smartest people at the school would play me at chess and they would always lose. And so I didn't know. And so I was like, man, what is that to where I don't perform in a classroom, but in on but on a chess, you know, board, I'm like, I'm like good, you know. And so uh, you know, so I just kind of took that win with me. But man, it all started you know third grade learning to play chess this guy he took me under uh, uh, he took me under his wing and i actually would end up it it took me about three years to actually beat him in chess but once i beat him in chess he could never beat me again so that's <laughs> pretty funny wow so you broke, broke through that that barrier and um you know amazing to hear do you think do you think chess helped prepare you for what you do now yeah well i think that chess i think that being able to think strategic, being able to think strategically through chess definitely helped me to, you know, do what I do now. You know, and then, you know, I, I remember too, I got fired from like three, three, four or five jobs, you know, and I kept wondering why did I keep getting fired from these jobs? You know, what is going on with me? And so I went and I took the Myers-Briggs and it showed me that I was an ENTP, right? So, you know, and, and so an ENTP, you know, they are naturally wired to be strategic thinkers. And I had no idea, but I also found out why I kept getting fired. I just simply wasn't getting put, you know, where I could use my skill sets, you know, being the highest and best at. And one of those being probably the top line is being a strategic thinker and being able to think in strategy. When someone is thinking one or two moves ahead, I'm thinking five, five and six, you know? And so that's what's been able to, you know, definitely help me to get ahead in business and just to get ahead in my, you know, career as well. And that's, that's an interesting take because the field that you're in, the business that you're in, digital marketing, mm-hmm. that, that wasn't even around five, right. ten, 10 years ago, right? So I know. I know. How, you know, colleges, I don't think are necessarily known for being like fast moving, you know, how it, it's not like there's a plethora of professors and teachers who've succeeded in digital marketing, digital agency stuff that are now teaching yeah. Right. So, so, Funny. so you, you may have learned principles in other classes that, that, that helped with what you do, but it's just yeah. kind of interesting to reflect on what other things in your life might help you later on. And, and you're not even aware of that side benefit. Like, obviously you got into it because you, it was fun and you liked the challenge of it, but it also had this, this side benefit of, of helping you think strategically, which yeah. was a big asset when you got into business. Yeah, that's what hands down, that is what set me apart. I, you know, I did learn some cool stuff in school, but it wasn't, you know, like I said, it was more so how, how my mind was naturally wired and also the community of people that I had around me, such as my mentor. So I would say those two things, a strong mentorship and just knowing my skill set. That's what set me apart. And I think that no matter what field that you're in, to have someone who's doing what you're trying to do and to, and to stay true to your skill set, you will win every time. I agree. You need to surround yourself with, with people who've been where you want to go. 
what uh who's your your ideal client right now who do you who do you like to help absolutely so my my personal ideal client i work with a lot of black and brown businesses um right now typically black and brown small businesses to medium size um we just landed one corporate client which is which is pretty cool um but uh definitely small to medium sized business typically black or brown owned um, I love working. So funny, we're talking about schools, but I love working with schools. Right now, we're we're actually working with a um, middle school um, right now called Heritage Leadership Academy. Um, but uh, we're currently working with them, and I just helping them to strategically build a marketing strategy and plan to be able to increase enrollment in their school. Right now, you know, everywhere around the world, you know, school um, schools enrollment is just you know going down you know it's just you know and you don't really see that picking up anytime soon and so you know for a uh, uh, middle school you know we're coming up with a plan to you know how can we cater a curriculum to, to students to actually be able to benefit from after they leave the school you know and then after you do that how can we then market it so that we can get them into the doors you know and so just really coming up with a solid plan um to help them do that so definitely work with a lot of um, small black owned businesses um, and medium size as well. One thing that we, we've learned, one, well, one thing that I've learned is that, um, you know, typically a uh, black owned agency gets seen as inferior, you know, but one thing that I want to kind of denounce is that, you know, we don't have to be and we can actually have a product that's just as good as anyone else. So that's what I've been able to show with a lot of our clients that we serve. Which, uh, which industries are they typically in? I know you mentioned school, but uh, yeah, any others that you tend to focus yeah, on? Absolutely. Our industry, they vary vastly, but definitely school institutions for sure. We serve a lot of life coaches as well. And then we serve a lot of just universities. Um, Houston, we actually just got done working with um, um, the University of Houston, which was pretty, pretty dope. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're definitely there are a lot in ed education. There are a lot in tech. Um, and then also we work with a lot of entrepreneurs as well. Just if, if you're looking to be a life coach, a life strategist, or, you know, anything of that nature, um, we, we typically serve those clients. Okay. And what, uh, any particular size, like, you know, in terms of, you know, what's, what's, what's their typical marketing spend overall per month? Yeah, for sure. So this, so this, this varies, right? So this typically varies. Typically with schools, you know, they can have a budget anywhere from ten dollars to $50,000 that they're using, you know, per month for marketing, depending on the, um, you know, just the, just depending on a school, right? From a un university to a grade school, right? That that budget is going to, you know, vast and vary differently. Um, but anywhere from ten dollars to $50,000, that's typically where we serve our clients. And then we also you know, we also have our smaller entrepreneur client that's kind of just getting getting going, you know. Um, so we have smaller pack packages that can serve them as well. But um, our average is right around ten to fifty thousand um, dollars per month for per client. Okay, and what uh, what are what are you helping them do better? What do they usually need help with? Absolutely, that's a that's a great question. So typically. I guess, and I kind of said this before, strategize the impossible. You know, anytime we meet with the um, client, they are typically, they have these astronomical goals of what they want to accomplish, what they want to do, how they want to achieve it. And so again, kind of what I found, what I foundationally believe is that through strategy, you can help 
your clients succeed, right? right? You can help get the clarity and clarity and clarity that's needed to make better decisions, better business decisions, better branding and marketing decisions as well. So I would say that one thing that we're definitely helping our clients to do is to get the clarity needed to grow their business, to scale their business, and to you know be more and just to be more successful with who they're serving. Okay, so um, whether that's coming up with a more effective marketing strategy, you know, you know, putting a effective brand strategy together so that when they do launch or when they do go to the market, their product is actually connecting to their consumer and they're showing up first, right? And when they create their product, that you know, it's actually solving a problem, right? What problem is your brand or what problem is your business solving? And if it's not solving a problem, then you need to go back to the drawing board. So again, you know, everything that we do, any marketing, branding strategy, website or logo, et cetera, it's all built around this strong foundation of strategy. We don't move without strategy. Me personally, I don't do, I don't do any low, I don't do any creative work at all. The only thing I focus on is strategy, strategic thinking, and how to position you to be number one in your industry. Stra strategically thinking your way to be positioned as number one. That's what we do best. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, if you don't have a good strategy, it doesn't matter what tactics you implement, right? Like there's, there's a good uh, old Sun Tzu quote. It's probably a couple thousand years old and it's uh, hopefully I don't butcher it, but it's, it's something along the nature of strategy without tactics is the slow road to defeat tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat so you you, you need both and, and you you need alignment and really to know what the, your purpose is and how you're different and, and and to really own that and be authentic before and, and that's great that that's part of the process that, that you do helping helping people get clarity around that hey hold that thought for a minute do you have a client that needs to buy or sell a home in the dmv area then why not trust the highest selling team in the DMV, the Kerry Scholl team? We've helped thousands of buyers and sellers and would love to help your clients. And we guarantee we will save them time, money, and stress throughout the process. And they will be so grateful that you referred them to us. Go to kerryscholl.com to learn more. Again, that's kerryscholl.com to learn more about sending us your clients that need to buy or sell a home in the DMV area. That's carryshoal.com. Absolutely. Strategy is, is, is again, my, my personal bread and butter. And with, before you do anything, you should always be strategizing. How can I accomplish that goal? How can I reach that goal? How, what do I need to do? And it happens with strategy to get the right tactics to solve that problem. What's what's been the biggest challenge for you as as you've grown uh, as fast as you've you've had going from startup to six figures to seven figures in yeah. one year? Uh, where have the challenges or, or growing pains been for you? Yeah, you know what's so. Do you know what's funny? Someone asked me this question when I was just scaling, and uh, I honestly didn't have an answer for me because I was enjoying it so much. But like now, but like now, kind of being more into it is like, well, I definitely see some problems now. Um, the very first thing that I noticed with scaling so quickly is that number one, even though you're seeing, you know, you're seeing some income and some impact, you're still a baby. You know, it's still so much that, yeah. happening. you know, it's still, you're still a baby. It's just still so much that you're learning. You know, you know, one thing that, one thing that I said was, I said, we're like the child, child star that just got thrown into the spotlight, you know, what, you know, but you're, but you're still super young, you know? And so one thing, well, you know, one thing, 
one way that I have to look in, at my business is, well, first, first, first of all, I, I understand that I need the three Ps in order to scale the people, processes, and products and services, and they all need to be working efficiently in order for me to grow. Well, my processes, it, it worked at one level, it was broken at another. It was, it worked when I was kind of just starting out, but as we grew that quickly, those same processes couldn't hold the weight of, you know, me growing and kind of what my business was at that point. And I'll give you a prime example of that. You know, I hired this guy to kind of be our creative director when we first started. And don't get me wrong, he was, he was, uh, he was, uh, he was uh, good. But, you know, I got in, in, I actually got introduced to do a corporate contract. And mind you, I'm like, seven or eight months in so i'm still so so still so new and, and so he asked to see see my team and this guy he's worked with mcdonald he worked with all the top all the top brands and so he said let me see your let me see your creative director so then when i showed him my creative director now having a creative director work when i was just serving the kind of solopreneur client you know just a client that's looking to get on their feet they're looking to start their business it worked for them but when i'm working with a top level marketing director He's seeing my creative director and saying, huh, you know what? He's a creative di director, but he doesn't really have a strong portfolio. Now, the guy that, that I had, he was an amazing photographer, amazing videographer as well, but he didn't have a strong creative director portfolio, you know, which is basically pro projects that he's led. And, and you know, out, outside of the people, the course that we've served. So it just, you know, so to work at that level, that just wasn't a system set up, you know, at that time as well, I didn't have an account manager simply because I didn't need, need I didn't need one at the level that I, I was at, you know, so I was just like, so I didn't have an efficient creative di director. I also didn't have an account manager. So at the level that I was at, that was fine. But when I grew so quickly at, at the level that's how you work, working with corporate, working with bigger businesses, these were things that they were looking for in order to work with you. You know, um, so literally, I and I actually just went through this change. I had to revamp my whole team to be able to serve that kind of client. You know, um, to be able to serve a to be able to serve a corporation, to be able to serve a bigger businesses, a bigger business. And so that's literally what I had had, had to do, man. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think for most entrepreneurs, when at least when they're building their first business, uh, at some point they're they're kind of building the rocket ship as they they go now once once you get bigger have a little bit more resources yeah. you can plan for for further down the road but but when you have that first big upward curve of success you know at least the first time i think uh you're gonna go through a period where you're you're kind of building the machine as you're as you're operating it yeah absolutely absolutely and that's something that uh again something that i'm continuing to do today but i'm a lot better at it now than when i first started so <laughs> what, what do you think is the biggest mistakes companies or small businesses make with their digital marketing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first, first, first of all, that's, I'll even kind of take it, a, take, take it and scale that back down. You know, what are some of the first, what are some of these digital marketing companies doing before they even can serve a client? I would say, well, first, first, first of all, you know, those three Ps, right? There's typically what I see in small businesses when they're first getting started, digital marketing companies, et cetera. There's just not a strong process in place, you know, depending on who you're serving, right? So you mean, I serve a more of an urban black and brown market, but no matter which, no matter which market that you serve, you know, I went to some of the, you know, top corporations, you know, ad, ad, ad firms and they have sucky 
processes. And you can see why they were becoming a dinosaur in their industry. They just were not looking to revamp, retool, take on, you know, see what's new. They literally are living off of their contracts from 20 years ago, you know? And so that's what you, that, and so that's what you see now is that there's just not strong processes in place with who they're serving. And so what, what am I talking about? And so what am I talking about with those processes, right? Um, having a strong consumer experience, strong customer experience. So, you know, from the point that you actually, you know, that you get the deal and you have to serve this client, you know, what kind of a process are they going through with you that can be effective, efficient, and so that you can not only deliver, but that you can over deliver. The thing is we have a lot of digital marketing come, come, come companies that are just delivering but not over delivering and when you over deliver that's how you get that next bill that's how you get that next deal when you over deliver my men, 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 mentor he he told me he said that when you're you know when you're when the person that you serve as a customer is going out to dinner with the friend and, and they ask them hey how did that how did that thing go with that with that business and then they're going to say oh it was fine they did okay they did a they did an okay job that's going to be the end of the conversation. You're not going to hear anything else. But when they ask and say, "Hey, how did that thing go with that big with that business that you work with?" and then they say it was amazing. Guess what? You're not going to be on that list when they're looking to do something similar because their friend gave you such a good report. So I would say those two things are really critical for new businesses, especially as a digital marketing agency or, or marketing company, etc. First of all, you have to have strong processes in place. You know, give your customer a good, consistent experience, and then nextly, make sure you over de make sure you over deliver, and not just deliver. If you're going to do it in ten weeks, you, you told them ten weeks, then do it in nine. You know, and that's how you steadily get that business and grow your business. That's how I was able to grow my company. It's just to over deliver and put in the hard work and do the things that no one really wants to do. Um, and you know, and so that's how I've been able to see success. And I don't know if any, you know, if newer digital marketing firms are are really doing that now. I think that's true in any business. Not enough people are doing it. So that's a, that's a great point. You know, if you're, if you're out there listening, a uh, real estate agent, investor, uh, ask yourself, what can you do to over deliver for the client? You know, exceed their expectations and you'll get business. Like you'll, you'll, get, you'll get more than you can handle if you consistently do that. I'll just put it that way. Uh, Dion, this has been great. I always like to end with a hyper fast round. If you're ready for a few rapid fire questions here. Let's do it. All right. What's your biggest piece of advice to a new entrepreneur? Go big or go home. <laughs> go big or go home. If you're not in it to, to win it, then don't do it. This being an entrepreneur will eat you alive. If you're not in it to, you know, in for, for the long and to win it. So, yeah, I agree. What, uh, what about, what about an experienced entrepreneur or someone who's been in business for a while? What would you tell them? Yeah. Well, I would just say, make sure that you are always learning, no matter how long you've been in business, no matter how long you've been an entrepreneur, et cetera, there's always something new to learn, always something new to expand on. Don't get complacent don't get tired you know or don't just stop learning because you got people like me that's creeping up you know and that's that's ready to grow so uh make sure that you stay on a cutting edge and make sure that you stay that you stay sharp what's been your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it, it could be personal business whatever you feel feel like sharing yeah for sure so um how i typically start 
um, anytime I speak is I start with this thing about me that I graduated with a 1.7 GPA. Now I get paid to think. I literally get paid to think. Um, I also had a speech impediment my entire life. I've always stuttered, uh, but now I get paid to speak. So um, I'm often speaking somewhere. Um, I'm always doing some kind of speaking thing. So literally the two things that were the toughest trials for me, I, I have overcame and now that's what I do on an everyday basis. Amazing. Uh, if you're not speaking or working on your business, what would we find you doing? Man, listen, you go always find me playing chess. I love playing <laughs> key, keys as well, piano. And then also I stay in I stay in downtown Chicago. So I'm always riding my bike on Michigan Avenue and just kind of down the lake. So I'm always either doing one of those three things <laughs> and eating some good, good food. So. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, last question here on the Hyperfast Round. Where do you see yourself five years from now? Absolutely. Well, my, my goal right now is to grow a company. Have I want five locations in kind of the very urban metropolitan areas in the states and, you know, married with children. That was, that's kind of personal. Um, I've been a single guy pretty much my entire life. <laughs> so definitely doing that, being successful, growing a company. And then lastly, impacting millions i want to i want to impact millions and leave something that even after i'm dead and gone that millions of people can grow live and just become through you know through what i've left so amazing vision i i, I hope uh wish you the best getting there I'm sure yeah. i'm sure you'll do it you've already done so much it's been an amazing journey this was very inspirational Thank you for the value you provided to our listeners and viewers today. Before we sign off, if people want to get in touch with you, connect with you, or, or just learn more about what you do, what are the best ways for them to do that? Yeah, I would say um, definitely go to my agency's website, ndbulab.co. All right, ndbulab, ndbulab.co. And then also just Dion Bonaparte on any uh, major social media Facebook, I, Instagram, YouTube. You can just find me at my name. I'd love to connect with you. All right, listeners, find Dion Bonaparte on social media or, or go to, let me see if I get it right, uh, learn about his digital marketing agency. You can go to NDVU. Did I get that right? No, there you go. NDVU.co. Well, Dion, thank you for being on the show. For all of our listeners and viewers, thank you for tuning in. Please leave us some feedback, comment on what you liked or didn't like, share this with someone, hit the subscribe button, all that good stuff. We'll see you next time. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.